Welcome back to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Josh. On this week's episode, we bring you Season 1, Episode 2, titled Deep Throat. Josh, Deep Throat is upon us, buddy. It's time. We're diving in. We're doing the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one forever. For what, a decade? Uh, eight years, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, know, you want to round up, I guess. But um, once I realized I wasn't recording this episode originally, you were about to tell me about why this is an important episode. So please, let's let's get right into it, man. Yes, sir. Well, uh, you know, some people discount pilots as uh, not part of like the actual show plan. And actually, if you look at how they, you know, shows like track their their episodes i think this is one dash one in like their production notes so in some ways this is the first premiered like planned for tv episode um and the first three episodes of the x-files i really think set the show up so well you get the pilot which introduces everything sets the tone the most important of all you get deep throat and then you get squeeze yep so you have the starting threads of mythology and monster of the week right there in the first three. So deep throat really sets, um, sets up a lot of the tone of what the mythology is going to be about. You know, the specifics will continue to be like a ball of yarn that will never, never stop unraveling up until William takes a fucking take, takes one between the eyes. Um, but not really, but not really (laughs) because he's fine. But, um, you know, the whole, powerful man that is on Mulder's side that's informing the the aliens having been here for a long time the ufo technology this shit never goes away it's it's introduced here and it stays with us forever um it also sets up some uh continuing trend of having these little guest characters that go on to become famous people which is just a weird funny thing of of a show that came of a time when a lot of people jumped into the business yeah you see seth green Crazy. This one. So, but most importantly, this is uh, this is setting up some mythology threads, which will which will uh, continue on the, to the very last episode we saw, season eleven, episode ten, with these triangular fucking shaped UFOs. Man, like yeah. they never that design was seen here and and remained for the next twenty five years. Seth Green, bro. I just call him Seth Green in my notes. I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't think he has. No, he does, but it doesn't matter. In 90s girl. Ni- oh, she's also way out of his league. Yeah. You know why? He's hooking her up with some. From the good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Those guys always could sling it. All the fucking drug guys could sling it, dude. Yeah. It's a good move. My sugar and the Coke. Um, and, just uh, saying. Yeah. Yeah, Deep Throat, though. You know, it's, uh, obviously there's a lot of homage to, like, real history here. Deep Throat, <laughs> I'm sure most people know this, but that was the the name of one of the, the main informants of the whole uh, Watergate incident. Indeed. Um, which was funny in the 70s, and it's still funny now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. If you're Googling Deep Throat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud that we haven't made any bad jokes yet. Yeah, I mean... It's a good move. I'm not going to say we're not too good... We're too good for it because we're not, mm. but we'll see. We'll see. Well, we've talked about tactical before, haven't we? We have. <clears throat> These guys are like, boy, 
proto tactical. Um, <laughs> it's rugged. It's real rugged. It, <laughs> it, it, are those life preservers they're wearing? Because they're for sure not flak jackets. One of the guys is wearing a back brace that you use if you're a fucking warehouse knuckle dragger at UPS. <laughs> this fucking guy. One of these guys. Look at this guy. Hey, buddy. Where are you? <laughs> is that the right size? Like one of these guys, man. We got the episode on the, in the studio and by Sue, I mean unfinished basement. Um, <laughs> with cra- with cats in the shadows staring at us. <laughs> but yeah, man, like these guys are where, is that a captain? Uh, it is a captain, as you can tell by the <laughs> giant shiny bars <laughs> on the middle of his baseball cap. Dude, what the, can I get the captain's hat, please? <laughs> There's the I'm going in with a 992F. <laughs> yeah. Sick Beretta. That's, Come on, That's guys. your breaching weapon right also, there. Also, hey, Alicia. Alicia should be like, guys, 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 here's the keys. Because what the fuck? Are you going to pay for my door? I'm here. I'll let you in. They just are like, you stay there, man. We're going to fucking bash through your house. <laughs> we need to cost some property damage. Standard protocol. Standard, Standard protocol. Standard Air Force procedure. I mean, we got to write it off to ourselves. <laughs> this will get rolled right into our black budget. Good Lord. Well, we had to pay uh, $72,000 for a door repair. Uh, I guess. As a result of a raid. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These hey, guys are bumbling talk, idiots. You want to talk room clearing? No. Proper room clearing technology. Um, peek your head briefly around a corner and do not that enter won't the room get you killed. And proceed down the hallway to the next room. So, Josh, if you were in Overwatch, let's just say, and you had a firing solution on that door, <laughs> and you had your battle rifle at the ready do you think you could pink mist him when he poked his head in you could pink mist all of them yeah and if you didn't get him then you could for sure get him after he ignored the room mm-hmm. and proceeded down the hall oh he's fine you come around like going <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think they're gonna be any threat to john wick no no but i do like well yeah they're just setting themselves up for a little uh little judo toss headshot that's right but That's this, the move. Uh, little, what's it called? Central Axis Relock or yeah, some shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Get the wife out of there. I mean, they're going in real hot. Going in real hot. Real heavy. Why? Why are they going in that hot? Because he stole a military aircraft. I don't see it. Yeah. It's not in his house. Is it the car? Because <laughs> this is a bit of a... Maybe he's just pulling a joke on a junior <laughs> officer. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but it's not in the house. I do like that them coming up on him and he's sitting in his underwear mm. like huddled yeah. in the corner just shaking it's a bad sign yeah it's a bad sign yeah yeah for a colonel <laughs> for anybody especially a colonel especially a colonel it's doubly weird for a colonel I mean they just roll are they MPs are they supposed to be MPs yeah they did you not see the MP armband <laughs> <laughs> those, I don't think those haircuts are are supposed to be on their heads. Well, it's the Air Force. They're pretty lax with uh, they? Yeah. grooming. <laughs> and and with fitting their men with the proper size attire. <laughs> and honestly, with anything tactical, it's the Air Force, dude. They don't it's like they that. put them all on a bus and they were like, yeah, we're going to the Army-Navy <laughs> surplus store. <laughs> and they just hey, started grabbing hey, everybody, shit. Jones, hey, pick up whatever you want. Yeah? It's, it's $120 limit per person, Okay. They don't have my size. Well, let's get the triple XL. <laughs> Just go up. It'll look great. Just put a couple of layers on underneath. You'll be fine. Yeah. Well, sorry. He's got quite... Hey, this guy got shingles? Like, get out of here. I think that's uh, a severe case of eczema. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yep. From his uh, mind <laughs> drugs they put him on? Yes, correct. <laughs> He's going to be on that commercial 
like take this for what, your eggs for mom. Benadryl or whatever <laughs> although it could make your ass bleed or something <laughs> whatever in a leakage yeah it's not good speaking anyway. of, speaking of 1993 <sighs> those glasses on skulls boy those are serious glasses they're dude. probably going to be cool again in the next few years yeah by the you're way. right by the way things go they were repeated from the 60s and the 90s yep. which makes sense john lennon and yep. and Dana Scully both wore the same <laughs> same frames. So yeah, well, hopefully nobody shoots her. <laughs> but nice classes. Mulder tries to buy Scully a drink. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Mulder, mm. we got to remember, like you know, we're just talking about these later seasons. This is their second episode together. Yeah, I mean, maybe not their second case, but but maybe, but but close to it, right? Maybe, and it's it's easy to forget, you know, having watched so much of it that. Initially, there was good reason for Mulder to be suspicious of Scully and for mm-hmm. Scully to be highly suspect of Mulder. His right. reputation, she was literally assigned to him. A debunker. To debunk him. Yep. To keep an eye on him, to derail this whole X-Files goddamn thing. Yeah, you're right and about that. And that's what we're watching here. Um, and man, it is pretty neat to watch this after after finishing up season 11. That's cool. And everything, any bad things we had to say about season 11... None of it was about their chemistry, their relationship with these characters. And uh, then to go back to the the roots of it. Yeah, man. Colonel Budahas. What a name. Budahas. It's great. Badass. Great name. I don't know if it fits him, but I like it. Uh, it definitely doesn't fit the sniveling eczema ridden. Do you feel like Colonel Budahas would be a guy who reported to like Vlad the Impaler? Yeah. Right, kind of like a Wallachian-looking guy with like a fucking black mustache. <laughs> yeah. That is going to Buddha house. Or like run some sort of like Spetsnaz special There you go. Group. I yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah, that's them in the future. Yeah, Eastern Bloc <laughs> The shit. same fucking same, lunatics. Same people. <laughs> Occupied hungry. Yeah, the ones bearing down on your throats. Mm. Uh, so anyway, he had a... <laughs> this is so 90s. He had a psychotic episode. I like that. <laughs> uh, four months ago, he was removed and hospitalized. No comment from the military. The Mrs. Alicia, right? Did I have that right? I just said Mrs. Budas. Okay. Hasn't heard from him in four months. So she contacted the FBI, calls it a kidnapping. So what we saw was four months ago. Correct. Okay. Now we're seeing present day Scully wonders about this whole kidnapping motive. So essentially we have our two characters meeting. They're discussing what's going on. Scully, like a normal person, is saying, what would the military have? What, what, what's the motive? Why kidnap him? I don't get it. And that's when Mulder says, look, the six pilots have disappeared since 1963, right? Yep. They've been listed as MIA from Ellen, Ellen, Ellers? Ellen's. Air Ellen's Force Air Force Base. Correct. They accepted the risk of flying experimental aircraft, says the military officially. But uh, Mulder did a little looking. And uh, even though the case was shelled, he doesn't know why. So he wants to press. Yep. He wants to do the old Mulder press. And this is sort of, by the way, just side note, uh, Ellen's is sort of a word scramble, slight tweak of Nellis, which is ah, a real Air Force base interesting. that a lot, of, uh, a lot of these rumors mm-hmm. came out of in the real world. So that's how they're linking it to real world conspiracy? Yeah. Cool. I did not know that. It's some weird, wild stuff. Wild. Mulder agrees. Oh, I thought you only like these paranormal cases, and that's why he says it has like a paranormal a certain bouquet. Paranormal bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> He's instantly funny, man. I like the guy. But when he goes to take a piss, he yeah. uh, he encounters a little deep throat in the bathroom. <laughs> Which, hmm? Is it now? Nope. 
No. It's just what happened. Not going to do it. Just right in the, I'm not, I'm just reporting the news, pal. <laughs> and, uh, leave the case alone. Deep Throat is great, man. He's this, awesome. Jerry Harden, right? Yeah. James Harden. Yep. Um, he will be the first of several high placed government officials that are essentially act as a informant. But I always like that these people are always, they're not, uh, they're not a Snowden, right? Yep. These people are always in positions of power. Correct. With complicated motives. Correct. I, th- I think X is probably my favorite of them. Um, if we're going to retrocast, I want Idris Elba as X. I'm into it. But um, Deep Throat here is great. And uh, he will be sticking around for, for a good while. I tell you what, man. Because of the way we've been covering the show... And because of my lack of commitment to watching a lot of episodes outside of the X-Files commitment, I haven't watched this episode in a long time. And it was cool to see him again. And I think this guy is great. And you're right. He is awesome. This character's instantly cool. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's got a good, like, he's not, for some reason you want to trust him. There's mm-hmm. something about him. He's uh, not menacing. He's not menacing. But he's, he's a, mysterious enough to be concerned with. Absolutely. Right? And and he does not he does not try to be overly like trustworthy. You know, right. he's not trying to be Mulder's buddy. Correct. He's kind of using his air of mystery as like a hey man, be careful. Right. Leave this case alone. His, his interest is in the truth, I believe he says at the very end. Right. Right. He he says, for my personal interest, what are your interests? The truth. Leave this case alone, Mulder. The military will not tolerate an FBI investigation. He warns that Mulder's exposing himself to unneeded risk. And his partner. And his partner. He also tells Mulder that he has a lot of work to do in the future. Big things. Big things Mm. for you, Mr. Mulder. Mm -hmm. And he promptly slinks away. Yeah, he he gives Mulder the slip. Mulder's field craft at this point needed a lot of work. (laughs) He did a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, he's not... This is not his strong suit here yet, yeah. right? This is in season 11 where he can pink mist like seven armed Russian mercenaries. God, you're killing me. You're <laughs> killing me, Smalls. In a moment, he cannot follow a senior citizen out of a men's bathroom into a into a Georgetown bar. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where did the, the fucking mysterious guy go? Yeah, much more uh, good at the old um, analysis than mm. in the field. Well, FBI headquarters... Old Skulls is doing some research. Yeah. Yeah. UFO stuff at Ellen's. Military may be experimenting, I think a headline reads. Yep. Is this microfilm or microfiche? I think it's microfiche. I think so. That's what I wrote. Because film would actually be moving. Yeah. Pictures. (laughs) 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 All right. So anyway, she calls Mulder. While talking to while while they're talking on the phone, this is like this intrigue. So... Let me stop this right here. What do you think about the intrigue in Deep Throat? I think it's great. Me too. This is the shit about mythology that I loved. You know, and we've said this over and over, um, so I don't want to belabor the point that you and I both, in general, personally prefer Monster of the Week episodes, probably. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of shit I loved about mythology, especially earlier on, before it became too convoluted. Because it's like... Because this is like spycraft shit. Absolutely. Right. The guy, the clicking on the phone, the guy outside the, the, the van. The van outside. Yep. It's not, 
they don't show too much. They don't say too much. Um, you know, this dark forces at work in the government. Um, and it's just it's real, uh, three days of the condor <clears throat> shit. Yeah. And I don't want to ever, I don't shit on the mythology because you know, you keep it up for long enough. You have to give more. Yeah. You know, you, if they did the same thing and they never like revealed anymore, it's brutal. It would be worse. Right. Um, but the early, the early edges of this mythology are just so cool. Cause it's that, yeah, it is spycraft shit. Spycraft shit. So anyway, uh, I'll talk to you about this on the flight out. He hangs up. So they take a flight down to Idaho or over to Idaho. Um, we meet Ms. Budahas. Two years ago, a rash under his arm started, right? Yep. Then everything kind of went crazy, she says. Started acting a little strange. Erratic. Erratic. Sprinkled a little fish food on his fucking cornflakes. Tetraflakes, baby. Ugh. He wouldn't talk to the wife. He'd yell for no reason. Um... He sounds like this could be like a, he's like morphing into the shape of water guy. <laughs> he just both turns an old fish face. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. And they ask him, uh, he'd uh, yell for no reason. What is he Irish? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Merida, third generation Irish American. What there you go. What do you expect? Um, they ask her, Mrs. Budahas here, if this has ever happened to anybody else she knows, mm. you know, seizures, it, she says seizures. She just wants her husband back. Right. She also does not like the sl- the old cold shoulder. Doesn't like getting ghosted by the military. On yeah. This. Don't don't blame you. Yeah. Your husband's like, gone yeah. for four months with no like getting no word. They treat us like strangers. Hey man, they got top secret shit going on, bro. And this is where they mention um, Mrs. Uh, Verla McLennan. McLennan. Can I say this though? Scully's adorable when she says the government's not above the law. <laughs> I love her. Just want to pinch your cheeks. You're a very young agent, aren't you? <laughs> Give it a few seasons, skulls. <laughs> Just wait. Aww. But uh, do you want to talk about this fucking wackadoo? Um, old flyfish man. Old flyfish head. <laughs> old tackle head. Old back. <laughs> Running out of hair up there. <laughs> but I hope you're catching a lot of fish because <laughs> you're looking pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, this guy's uh, tying flyfish lures with uh, his own hair. That's great. Yeah. He's making bait with his hair. How about this lady, Mrs. McLennan here? Oof, Mrs. McLennan, boy. As long as I keep getting those paychecks. Yeah, paychecks keep rolling in. Got a husband who just sits out in the backyard. Perfect. His hair. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect he, husband. Honestly, hope he crashes into a mountain in Idaho. <laughs> Perfect husband. He's a breadwinner. And he's vacant. That doesn't speak or talk. He's essentially a hunk of meat (laughs) that pulls out his hair and fucking deposits money in the account. And says nothing when I go down to Boca Raton. And fuck a pool boy. Fuck the shit out of some hot Cuban dancer. That's the shit. (laughs) Hello, Mrs. Tell me, how is your husband? He's almost dead. Excellent. Excellent. He dies, never sees a pool boy again. A pool boy kills him. Then they're on one of those TV shows. It probably happens in Florida. It's a different show. Different show. Different show. Well, anyway. They walk out of the house. And she doesn't like the meddling FBI. You meddling kids. She also doesn't like Mrs. Budahas for bringing them, mm. you, know, you know, like appearances sake. Indeed. Really? The Stepford Wives. Really? The FBI into my house? <laughs> <laughs> we we have a perfect like, family here. Like she's running, like she's running a soup kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What? You crazy lady. What will the neighbors think? I don't know. But uh, Mulder and Scully talk about Uncle Fester. <laughs> That's and pretty insensitive, Mulder. Scully says, uh, 
stereo stereopathy. Yep, it's weird. It's a syndrome from extreme stress. Yeah, you know this Project Aurora. It's based out of Ellen's Air Force Base. Uh, high speed, high altitude surveillance gig. Yeah, surveillance gig. Right. This is basically you know a next generation of U two aircraft. Cool. Right. It's more or less what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, she suggests that maybe these guys are washouts. They couldn't hack it. Yeah. And Mulder's like, mm. did you check his file? Did you check his file? Check his awards? Yeah. Decorated? Colonel? These are not washouts. Colonels don't really wash out. If you've, if you've gotten to be a full bird colonel, that's an 06. You, you've passed the point of washing out. I highly recommend getting a... Low job from a <laughs> superior officer, but I'd have to go down to the White House for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Colonel Jessup. <laughs> Officers that um, are mediocre fail at 05. Okay. 05 is the, the major? Yeah. Major or Lieutenant Colonel. You mean that's going to be sorry, their career Colonel. ending stop? Yeah. Yeah. Like your. Good Lieutenant Colonel, just, where's that? Right before Major? Lieutenant Colonel's after Major. Lieutenant Colonel's 05, Major's 04. Got it. Uh, which My would, mom dated a Lieutenant Colonel. Which would be a commander in the Navy. Right. Got it. Dated a what? A Lieutenant Colonel. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Army So, guy. I mean, that, he's, he's okay. There's not to say, uh, 04 to 05 is where, like, and actually, you know what? I'm going to go back on what I said. 04 is really where, a, like, a just a mediocre fucking careerist officer does his 20 years Mm-hmm. Not going to go anywhere. In 04 is... Major. Major. Major or Lieutenant Commander. But what about Major Blood and Cobra? Well, the Majors, I mean, every Colonel's a Major at some point. I got you. I'm not saying... Like, I see what you're saying. But, of course. But a guy who ends his career. Yes. But... Causation does not equal correlation. If you're a goddamn <laughs> Colonel... Yeah. You've done some shit right. Or, or you know enough of the right people. But a Colonel test pilot? Yeah. Yeah. You're not washing out of shit. Not washing out of shit. Come on, Skulls. Well, they teach you at medical school. Come on, Skull. How to save lives. So, who's uh, going to do it? Scully, you? <laughs> you need me on that plane. <laughs> you want me on that plane. But can I get some fucking Benadryl for my rash? <laughs> All right. Enough, Jack Nicholson. So, um, well, they apparently set up a meeting with this Colonel Kissel, but Mel's like, this is never yeah, going to happen. A week from Friday. Yeah. This fucking PR colonel will meet with you. Yeah, that's going to happen. So instead, why don't we stake out his house? (laughs) (laughs) This seems like the worst idea of all time. He's going to start harassing a colonel? Are you guys FBI agents or fucking like tabloid reporters? (laughs) Because this is the behavior of the latter. Hey, what do you say? Hey, what do you say about this? Hey. (laughs) So good. Well, anyway, he wants no part of their questions. Oh, no. By the way, this, where's his medals and ribbons and shit on his t-shirt? Who's that? On his Oxford. Uh, you're talking about... Uh, the Colonel, yeah. Colonel Kissel? Yeah, take a look here. Let me back it up. I want, look at... Oh, they're on his jacket. Got it. Good catch. Yeah. Got it. He's got a lot of those ribbons on there. You know what we call that? Fruit salad. <laughs> it's a little fruit salad. I like it. Yeah. Doesn't mean much, but it looks good. Yeah, it's well, tasty. It, it does mean a bit. Okay. It just looks like a fruit salad, a lot of colors. It, oh, okay. Got you it. you can uh after you're in for a bit, you can you can look at somebody, you can size them up pretty well based on got it that shit. So anyway, this is an invasion of my privacy. Yeah, how dare you? And then this Paul Mosinger approaches Mulder, yeah. otherwise known as Redbird. Redbird, love this, this fucking guy. This this guy's awesome. Great spycraft as fuck. Yeah. 
This is spies as shit. Because you know what? It, it's pretty well done. You really buy his stick here. Like, dude, local he, reporter. He, of course you do. He's wearing a wool sport coat and <laughs> jeans with an Oxford tucked in and a brown belt. He's a reporter as I've ever seen. That guy does not look like the last guy you're going to see. No. Which is cool. That's <laughs> yeah, why I like it. For sure. It's like when you watch a good mafia film and it's an old fat guy that just blows the guy away in the parking lot like, and walks away. And you're like, that's the guy. That's It's not the scary guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. Right? Who, you know, nobody noticed. The end of Casino. They fucking, yeah. I'm like, that's the guy, him. This is your fucking, the dude that lives down the block always mowing his lawn. Oh, uh, I'm always hey. the, What's up? Hey, Did four-faced lawn treatment this year, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> Get this, puts his black gloves on at night. What's fucking <laughs> drive. Drive around. Shooting fucking Russians. Choking. Choking <laughs> hookers out. That too. Yeah. Well, you know, man's got to. Man's got to eat. Man's got to eat. So they asked this reporter fellow, if yeah. I wanted to talk to some of these local UFO nuts, where would I go? The flying saucer. Yeah. Right, to, right over there. Right over there. Yeah. Uh, well, so this lady's got a set of got a set of years on her. <laughs> got got a set of years to pick up on that F fifteen Eagle screeching overhead. She's an old salt. Four G's. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Really? How can you possibly tell how many G's <laughs> from the sound of the aircraft? And then she makes it sound like she's fucking all these pilots a little bit, right? A little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, you know. Yeah been around the block a bit because you know pilots struggle for ass yeah definitely hurting <laughs> they're hurting bad enough to take a run at this lady they are out in the desert that's true yeah, yeah. well Mulder's appreciating the photography he sure is gonna buy a limited print I, and I love Scully here I just like oh my god the best is when he says what are the chances of, you, of me seeing a UFO and Scully goes I'll catch you outside <laughs> how done. about that this conversation <laughs> Is over. She just walks. <laughs> yeah, Fight Club. Yeah. This conversation is over. It's over. <laughs> she just walks. And she uh her face is so good when she does it. She's like, nah, I'm good. You can see it. There's like phases of what she puts up with early. Yep. And they're very short and brief. Yep. It's like, oh, haha. And then really? And then I'm out. And and this is uh another thing. I was chatting with Ben Pru a bit about this episode. Um, listener and uh, X Files aficionado, Ben Pru. And uh, talking about how this episode in particular is really important for how it sets up Scully as a character. Yeah. Um, and her ability to, you know, be every bit the equal of Mulder. Right. Different, you know, very, very different. But she she is not playing the the partner, like the the backup, the correct the person who needs to be rescued. She correct throughout this episode. She's not playing the person that's constantly dragged. No. Right. Right. She's not there to to be the audience. She's not there for any of that shit. She's there as a a equal lead in the story. Mm, indeed. A skeptical one. Yep. And she skeptically gets dragged out to this fucking Because of a napkin map. Because of a napkin map. Because of the demented ravings of her partner that she barely knows. <laughs> Lunatic. <laughs> she's she's fucking nodding off in that car. Just yep. rethinking every career decision she's made in her life. Mm-hmm. Thinking about what her parents said when she should have stayed in medicine. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe dad was right. Daddy, Starbuck made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die in that episode. You know, oh. That creepy man from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Well, um, the window goes, clash. 
He goes, clash. Yeah. Just happens. What a shit way to wake up. <laughs> Shout out the back windshield. That's uh, probably six G's. I was the guess. Well, judging by the. Because G's make sound. <laughs> the pilot's in there nodding out. <laughs> anyway, big rumble. Mulder comes to get her. He's very excited. Yep. We get a timestamp, 913. I like that. That's yeah. cool. Ooh, I'm excited about that. And they watch this little light show. And they sure do. Pretty cool. It's just two lights, right? But they are doing things that even, you know, anybody watching it will know. Like an aircraft can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate that. Scully says aircraft can't maneuver like that. Can't maneuver. I like that she used maneuver. Mm. She could have said move like a dunce. Yeah. No. She didn't. Not Scully. Not, because aircraft don't move. Not they, Dr. Dana. They Scully. maneuver. They maneuver. What else could they be? A okay. Laser show lights. Hey, yes. Dots. Whatever. Hundred percent. Whatever lights. they actually are. Dude, can I tell you how many times when I was younger? And you know how car places at night do spotlights? Yeah. They, and I'm always they, like, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. Spotlights. It, it's fucking Honda Dartmouth. I yeah, dude. <laughs> holy shit. I love the way he's like. What else could it be? <laughs> this is the beginning of the lunacy of Mulder. <laughs> fucking aliens. <laughs> Well, it's it's either two lights in the sky or it's an alien spacecraft. So what do you think is more likely? It's a very binary way of thinking. <laughs> um, well, and they're interrupted. My black helicopter. Black helicopters. Well, uh, first. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Seth Green. The uh, helicopter. About the same, time. the same time. Yeah. Uh, a couple of these kids busting out, out of a fence. Mm. Out of the inside of this facility. Uh, meanwhile, another light, which turns out not to be one of these nope. maneuvering aircraft or lights, but in fact a... Probably carrying the leadership of those at the Bohemian Grove. Black helicopters. Well... Most likely lizard folk from <laughs> under the surface of the earth. V was onto something. The fucking rodent-eating lizard people. Yeah. But uh, they got They decided to all hide together. Ooh. Yeah. This is exciting. They, they, they chase him down. The kids surrender. That was extreme. <laughs> extreme. Well, he doesn't really sound like Keanu, but you what's know. what is more 1993? Okay, I'm going to give you three things. Three things. You want, want me to rank to, them? I in want order? you to rank them. Okay. Um, this is my wheelhouse, pal. Proto tactical team. Scully's round rim glasses, mm. or Seth Green's character that he's playing. Seth Green's character. <laughs> okay. Because Tactical was in the 80s, too. Yeah. And the round glasses were out of the 60s. Yeah, all it's right. It's got to be Seth Wow, Green. you just crushed that. You like that? That's science. Science. It's not even an opinion. Hey, Skulls, <laughs> go fuck yourself. I'm smarter than you. Uh, yeah, it's got to be him. Look at him. <laughs> He's got the double left. You know, get the, you know this aircraft man for like Desert Storm Left two. to let you know he doesn't like guys. <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, I had left. Me too, but you, then you go. You, you you were dual. I went dual after ninety five. We're talking. We're talking uh, earrings. Yeah, not, I had four. You're not following. I had fucking four in. Oh, yeah. but I just went two. I mean, two silver. Two silver. Small silver hoop. Small silver. Tight hoop. silver. Hoop. Tight studs. Get the fuck out Never of here. Stud. Yeah, yeah. Um, when he starts replicating the aircraft maneuvers, pantomiming with a hamburger. <laughs> we have arrived. Hey man, they'll they'll be going over Saddam's palace, be all like <laughs> He doesn't even finish it like it, it's so weird, but it was it worked. It's so perfect. It worked. You're such a ridiculous caricature. Yeah. And you're fucking Seth Green. It's great. 
I like Seth Green a lot. Yeah. He's and that girl's so way too hot for you. Yeah, she's a cutie patootie. No question. That fucking 90s get up. Yeah. So. Her jeans are real swimmy though, huh? Yeah, that was, I guess that was kind of in there. She had that flannel, grunge. She had grunge. flannel, a flannel. This is her early, early grunge. <laughs> She's got a fucking signed oh, Eddie man. Vedder poster tucked that in that back pocket. Fucking Nirvana. Well, yeah. So anyway, they, uh, they just wanted info, but Big Brother is watching this conversation, isn't he? By the way, what did they glean from these kids? Um, that the spot to watch the air show from yeah Yeah. and and what they usually watch and kind of just that it's it's a known thing and that this these aircraft the show and this was the first time they'd ever been chased out right like that helicopter coming over that is not a normal occurrence that never happened before redbird uh what's your 20 uh checking over i got eyeballs on the kids spycraft i i also really appreciate the uh the moped in the trunk. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. But um, Big Brother's watching. So back inside, he's talking about Cybertech. He makes that Desert Storm joke, like you said. Mulder shows him the photo. Seth confirms it's exactly what they looked like, right? Okay. Then Mulder and Scully talk in the car, and this is good shit. You believe it all, don't you? She continues. Mulder, did you see their eyes? They were stoned. <laughs> Is that your medical opinion, Scully? <laughs> Mulder breaks out the Roswell photo. Scully smiles. Borderline, you can put her down. <laughs> she's, she'll headbutt the mic. <laughs> cat. The old cat in the old recording studio. <laughs> but um, Mulder breaks out the Roswell photo. Mulder goes on. One of the six sites where the Roswell wreckage was shipped is this place. That's the thing. This is your credibility. Because I read it. Where? Can you, can you corroborate that? <laughs> she's like, you're... You're basing your arguments on purported Roswell photos <laughs> and a photo you just bought from a diner. <laughs> That's right. That's how she says it. This is, this is your professional argument. And she says, Pause. just because I can't explain it nope. doesn't mean I'll believe they're UFOs. <sighs> Did I just bust your nut? No. Oh. I wanted to say, this is, I want to go back to, I want to call back to your earlier thing. This is where Scully starts to think about her career. <laughs> I mean, this is a tough day. This is a very tough day. If it wasn't X-Files, this is a tough one. Yeah. If he wasn't humorously charming, mm. it'd be even tougher. Goofy, goofily, awkwardly charming. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Rough. Well, Scully's not convinced. She's thinking about what a surgeon pulls down, like third-year surgeon. Yeah. Good money. Good money. And less risk. Less diner photos. <laughs> yeah. Like, no other surgeon is going to sit down, like, in the cafeteria and be like, Hey, I'm going to do an operation. I bought this photo uh, from a, a gift shop outside, and um, I think uh, I think uh, this is a human liver. And I think this is how I'm going to going to base my medical explorations from here on out. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> Just, I'm going some. I'm going to get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not convinced on the brilliant images that are 50 years apart. I mean, she's laying down the logic here. She also reminds him that the photos can't be authenticated. She also says that none of this explains Colonel Budahas, which is the mission. The case? <laughs> the why case. you're here? Yeah, the mission. Yeah. The case. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, Colonel Budahas came home last night, apparently, and uh, at her house, we see Ms. Budahas crying. This is not my husband. They've done something to him. She's saying it while he's in the room. That's great. Like, I'm here in the room with you guys. Like, she's pretty good here. Yeah. I, I like that. Like, that 
Can you imagine <sighs> that feeling? No. Of believing a person, your your life partner, <laughs> is not who they claim to be? Oof. Like, that is horrifying. Right. Horrific. It is. I would say definitively horrific. And, and, and to be... To be at the point of like saying it right in front of him, like that's what are you gonna say? Enough is enough. What are you gonna say when these two agents leave? I hope he doesn't drown me in the bathtub. Ah, yeah, for sure. And I like how they just kind of bounce. They're like, eh. like, huh? That's weird. Let's go talk about this elsewhere. Yeah, fucker. What do you think about Mulder's lines of interrogation here? Um, they are. Let me bring it back. I just closed my notes like an idiot. Well, he starts. He's wearing got a, it, got a it. Green Bay sweatshirt. Yeah. So he starts asking about a, a I like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, it starts off with like, what's your date of birth? All that your, bullshit. Your kids' names, blah, blah, blah. Then they talk Packers. Yep. And that's in the colonel. The colonel is asking the questions right up until he brings up the Immelman. Yes. He brings up an actual thing tied to memory that may have been altered. Right. Not things that say they have the technology to see and eradicate memory. Why would they go after a Green Bay Packer memory? Right. It's irrelevant. And that's the cool thing too, is that here you're like, wait a second, this isn't her husband. So is this like a, literally a impersonator? They get some lookalike to mm. go play her husband. That's ultra. That, that that's even kinda, creepier. I remember that's what my first thought watching this. I kind of remember like my early takes in this. <gasps> and then his reaction is not that like he, he, it's like he's scanning his memory banks and just nothing's there. Not there. And in his reaction is like, but they, but they can't take away his expertise, so he knows it should be there. Right. And he's freaked out by the fact that he, he can't should be. recall it. It's awesome. That's fucking great. Yeah. Yep. And I like it a lot. she's freaked out. And then our agents leave this freaked out family to their own fucking <laughs> situation. Good luck, guys. You guys might want to lock the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or not. Or leave. Yeah. Maybe separate entirely. But- Scully isn't quite convinced because she says you can't, that's not how amnesia works. So she's leaning in amnesia, but the brain doesn't work that way, Mulder. She says, Scully says that that kind of technology you're discussing doesn't exist. He counters by saying, neither did what we witnessed in the aircraft in the sky. Right? Um, spotlights? Yeah. That technology. Exists. That's that's his argument. <laughs> that technology for sure exists. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So awesome. I like this. This is creepy. There, it, it, It's weird. Yeah, it is like a moment of tension. And then she's like, we're out of here. It's kind of a weird one. It's like Dude, a weird. Think about what that house the is valve. like after they left. Yeah. They walk know. out. How does that go from there? The two kids are out drawing cartoons in the dining room. That's a great, that's a great night. This is turning into a standoff where nobody gets out in the man dies of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Yeah. After extended Extended standoff. negotiations. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Ah, the poor Buddha houses. Where's the tactical team now? Yeah. No shit. Uh, I, I like, you know, this will become classic X-Files, the driving with heated discussion. Yes. Before that, <laughs> I got a question for you though. Well, this will be right here. Yeah. What do you think about Remember, this is again. It's hard to it's hard to keep this perspective. What do you think about the um, instincts of Mulder to just assume selective memory loss at this point? It's typical Mulder, 
Right. It's Mulder. It is, is, but it's only episode two. So it's kind of cool. Right. Right. So you're like, damn, this guy's like, whoa. Because you say these, these things, if you take them out of context, are It's typical Mulder. But it is. That's what's so cool about it. then you're just right. Yeah. (laughs) You're just right. It's cool. That's why Mulder is so like lovably frustrating as a character. Right. Because you look at, I always look at Scully as like this professional, every conclusion she reaches is based on science analysis investigation whatever yep and Mulder's like uh uh theories conspiracies shit um dining diner photos and selective memory loss and you're fucking correct right fuck you again fuck you Mulder that's how he is god damn it <laughs> this guy <laughs> good information good argument in the car like you said again Scully keeps coming back to motive right and he simply says to control information, he became a security risk. If they have the tech and they can do it, essentially, um, men like Budahas are not capable of dealing with the stress of flying the aircraft we saw. That's Mulder's take. Which I think is essentially saying... The UFO technology. No man. No, no man, right. No person. Like, Correct. It is beyond what If men like beings, Budahas can do it... Right. Like, like human beings are not capable of... of Operating like this over extended periods of time. Look at Mr. Do you know how hard it is to angle those fucking lights up into the sky? (laughs) Working those spotlights left and right? Severe fucking shoulder injuries. I mean, we're talking rotator cuff surgery, possibly. Yep. Well, they're stopped by two cars aggressively. Stopped is putting it lightly. Pretty aggressively. Yeah. (sighs) Guys get out. Scully looks like she's got one round. They, They all... I pause that for He's you. Fucking black suited, dark sunglass, like so, just stereotypical men, men in, black. in black. Men in black. That's them, and that's a black man in black, which that's I appreciate. A, yeah. That's a BMIB. That is black man in black. <laughs> And he's uh, he looks like he's giving it to Scully pretty good right in that freeze yeah. frame. <laughs> but uh, sorry, to, <laughs> sorry to point that out, but it looks pretty good. Not gonna lie. Can we put that as the uh, cover photo when we release this one? <laughs> Look at that shot. That's a good shot. That's ecstasy. Yeah, that is complete and utter satisfaction on, on her face. What's the timestamp here? You guys will see this. You Seven, see this. I'll put it up on the, in the group at least. 1750. Beautiful. <clears throat> but um, anyway... Yeah, that's distracting. Um, Please step out of the car. Here, let me unpause it. There you go. Um, please step out of the car. You think if we ignore him, he'll go away? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they pull him out. They disarm them. G-men. They're like, hey, uh, FBI agents here. They're rough Mulder up, too. They hit. They strike him. They punch him in the stomach. Yeah. Like a schoolyard bully. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> give me lunch money. They'll <laughs> <laughs> punch him up. As a federal agent. Um, take out his camera, rip the film out. That's classic, like, oh, man, you can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Just smash it on the ground, I guess, but ripping, just, ripping the film out was way cooler. Yeah, exposing it to the sun. Yeah. Dude, you will pack and leave immediately. You will do that. Okay. Scully yeah. must be thinking at this point, Budahas is back, can I go home? Yeah, there's no case anymore. Why am I getting led around, you know, endless green fields where I could simply disappear by four G-men? A lot of G-Men. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He takes kind of a kidney punch, huh? Nice. Fucking nice rabbit shot. punching him. Bam. She gets away, though. They don't beat her up. No. But um, 
Yeah. This hotel uh, room. This leads to them back there. They're, we catch up on them as they're trying to run the plates, right? Good She's move by back, Scully. Yeah. Being a professional FBI agent. Yep. Checks the plates. They're literally don't come up as anything. Now, I got a great piece of dialogue. Actually, not, not word for word, but close. And I'd like to read it to you because this is kind of the crux of the app. Send it. Our boy Mulder says, I don't think those kids were those, those kids. I don't think it was those kids they were chasing. I think it was us. They knew we were coming. They returned Budahas as a decoy. There's something I didn't tell you, Scully. I was approached by a man in D.C. who told me to stay away from this case. He didn't give me his name, but the phone was being tapped. Why go through all the trouble? Out of need for security? Security of what? I think there's a huge conspiracy here, Scully. I think they have UFO here. They will do anything to keep it secret, including sacrificing the lives and minds of those pilots, because what if the secret got out? If it were true, it would be confirmation of the existence of extraterrestrial life. In the middle of that, there are questions by her. I just kind of ran it. Yep. A um, couple things here. Yes. Why didn't you tell your partner any of this information? <laughs> because I want to be the mysterious character. <laughs> I mean, it does hmm. make sense. I'm busting his balls. But you know, at this point, we have to remember, this is not a fully trusting relationship. Mulder wants to trust Scully and and. Rapidly, Correct. that trust is growing. Correct. But ultimately, she was just assigned, as we mentioned, to debunk this shit. Right. Um, it's easy to think retrospectively. Although, let's not make excuses for Mulder. Right. He continues to withhold information. Correct. And go off willy-nilly from Scully for the next 25 years. I think I'll take off solo. No, yeah. that'll, that'll work. That's what I do. Uh, I'll do it right Does here. Does he think he's going... So... We see that he has, his infiltration levels have improved over the years, considering what we saw in the last hangar. <laughs> this one, he gets nabbed pretty quickly. Pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know what? Scully, you're right. We should get out of here. The case is over. I'm going to go pack the bags. Mm-hmm. Walks outside. Does the footstep like walking away? The Yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, Just packing up over here. Up. Uh, and then the car peels out. <laughs> like a fucking teenager taking Dude, he's a teenager for, for many minutes here. <laughs> many minutes. I'm going to explain to you why. First of all, the way he's dressed. Because he picks up two other teenagers. Second of all, because he's wearing his fucking loose timber, Timberlands. And finally, when he's running on the tarmac, watch his coat. Go back and watch the episode. Falling off his shoulders like a child. It angers me. Tie your shoes, zip up your coat, or lose the coat, pal. Look at him. No, I don't want to go home. Uh, also, why do you run like the roadrunner right down the middle of a goddamn tarmac? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe run to the tall grass on the side if you're even going to make an effort to get out. Easily subdued, as you would imagine. Quickly and easily subdued. Like he should be. Subdued onto a stretcher. Bad which news is bears. way worse than like, hey, if you're just going to toss me cuff the ground, cuff up. me, like, okay, I'm in trouble. You... Strap me down to a stretcher? Yeah. That's bad. That's terrifying. Well. So. They start pumping on with drugs, don't they? Yeah. Like right away. Yep. Squirting some some stuff into them. Scully tries to call DC. No luck. Can't get a long distance line. Scully tries to super's phone. No luck. Phones are pretty undependable around here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Just this like attitude, like, hey, government, man, you know, they just do whatever. We just live here. It's we fine. just live here. We don't ask questions. No. Nope. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. I love it. Anyway, Scully sees the reporter in her place. This scene is great. 
This is this is probably my favorite scene. Of the it's episode. the best scene. The super spy shit. Yeah. I love when she checks to see if her weapon's on her. Yes. As she approaches him. Yep. Awesome, man. Because they showed it to us. We saw it on the, the side table as she walked out. Right. Yeah, you know, which is this fucking guy which is coming a, out of her place. Which is man. a mistake, but a very human mistake. Absolutely. You know? Especially in the chaos. Like where right. you going, you fuck. Right. And then she walks back over and this guy's coming out and he's kind of playing it cool. Playing it cool. Oh, very yeah. cool. So is she. Just checking on. But the radio, man, she can't deny that she heard it and she just bolts. Uh Redbird checking over. Ice these fucks. And and she just I like how it's very human. <clears throat> she acts without Really a great plan here. Right. She's just like... And he still keeps it cool. He keeps it cool until she goes in the glove box. And then... Sees that shitty fucking pistol. What is P- that? PPK? It looks like a PPK. Please. What and they're are, fucking... You, this, and guy's, they're, this guy's watched way too many Bond movies. And, I know. Ooh, thumb in the eye. And they're way too um expensive. Yeah. Really overpriced, but... um Because they're in Bond movies. Perfect in the moment. Yeah. Um... And uh, Which it is. Yeah, it's a three eighty. Anyway, he thinks he's got her, and uh, she gets dropped on him, pistol in the face. Awesome, um, competent. The kids are like, whoa, detains his ass, and then yeah, uh, Seth Green and nineties uh, girl roll up. Yep, bang, yeah, man, we totally brought your partner to this crazy place. Oh my god, <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, well, she managed to get his gun. Get on the walkie-talkie and find out where Mulder is. She commands. Our boy Mulder's getting doctored up. Eye drops. Doesn't look good. Uh, but Redbird's going to drive them, drive Scully to the base under gun coercion, under threat of force. Some Sicario shit. Yeah, yeah. The, she's in the back scene. Yeah, yeah. Drive. Redbird pulls off and turns the car off, and she says, put it back on. Yeah. Very aware. Yep. Tactically aware. Tactically aware. Yeah, she totally, totally takes charge here. Oh, and again, this is what... You know, Ben Prue was talking to me, like really pointing that out. And it, it is a great point. I mean, she is, she saves Mulder's ass here. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great second episode to show a favorable comparison that sets up the character for great things. Right. Because right? Mulder, in many ways, Mulder drives the X-Files more mm-hmm. than Scully does. Because of his whimsy. <laughs> because it's because of his childlike ways his fucking childlike wonder yes and lack of judgment um but you know he he is always the one pursuing dreaming passionately obviously there's individual episodes where scully is is kind of in the driver's seat um but to to make her be essentially the the action start the physical right the physical action physical planning yep. executing getting it done because God knows what happens. Obviously, it's a, it's a show, so they're going to make it work. But, you know, if you think of, like, outside of that, if Scully doesn't do this, they wipe Mulder's brain, and then what? They fucking send him out of there with some sort of report back to the FBI that he interfered, you know, trespassed on He's his fucked. property. Probably career-ending. But instead, Scully negotiates this fucking wild, you know, shoot-from-the-hip kind of quick thinking plan right and gets this essentially prisoner swap done yeah and you know ultimately it's kind of cool because the the military is not playing by any legal rules so especially a top secret installation yeah and redbird you know he kind of has to go along with it okay whatever nobody can nobody can ultimately claim like proper legal authority here and it's cool because 
because they're also in a position to where they're not going to catch any heat for it. Right. They're not yeah. worried about this. Fuck what are you two fucking guys going to do? They also know that it just fucking wiped his memory so he doesn't know anything. And there's no actual hard evidence. Destroy, the, destroy the film. And what I really like about this, this reminds me, this, this reminds me of something that I like about the show The Wire, which is this human reaction to the things occurring around you and not the ABC, NBC cop show where he's like, no, man, I'm going to fucking solve this, bro. No. Yeah. It's like, dude, you, catched a, you, you caught yourself a body in an alley with nothing. <laughs> you know what you say? Fuck my life. Fuck. You don't want that shit. Scully's not trying to solve anything. Correct. She's trying to get Mulder back and get yes. the fuck out of here. And that's exactly what she, they've had enough. Yeah. I'm pointing guns well, at MPs. She's had enough. That's what I'm saying. Mulder never has Mulder doesn't know what the fuck he's got going on right now. He looks like a goddamn junkie coming off a bender. Though he waddles out of the car. Look Tur- at him. Turns out he just walked into a field and smoked everything Seth Green gave him. Yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> no happened. fucking idea where he is. <laughs> fucking Seth Green barbecued him out beyond the tall weeds. <laughs> I, fucking, I love it but he is so disheveled looking yeah. get in the car he's like oh. he's like a sad puppy man when he's Wicked. like when he talks Wicked. about like not remembering anything the has that just sad puppy face like, yeah mm, womp looks like he just got a fucking gitmo that look on his face yep but uh how'd I get here boy oof yeah so alright one more time let's check back in with the boot hosses yep um, they get stonewalled by the misses this time. He's getting uh, much better, thanks for your concern. We had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's <laughs> fine here now. <laughs> everything's fine. Um, who's your opera? Who's your commanding you? officer? <laughs> Who is this? That's perfect. That's perfect. A failed con check. Yeah. So they, they got to her, right? Yeah. I, the, and that's where this talk comes in. I love the they. The, the they. they in the X-Files the is they. so fucking great. Yep. Scully's had enough, Right. Yep. We've just said this, and uh, I love the voiceover. I love that she says, the UFO crap is inconclusive. I can say that I saw two identified objects in the sky. That's a great reminder. Right. I saw unidentified flying objects. Correct. They, you know, we, it's so easy to always think of UFO means alien a flying saucer. Spaceship. It, it, unidentified. Yeah. Like bogey. Right. It right. doesn't mean MIG. I don't know what it is. <laughs> right, right, <clears throat> right. Um, and uh, a, a good uh, little uh, production note here, courtesy of Ben Prue, our official researcher. Um, the voiceover was forced I on, saw, I on, did read that. on Carter by, by the studio. <clears throat> Fox said, you know, y- you need, this needs something at the end. You need to wrap this up. You need a voiceover. You need something to tie this all together. And he said himself, he's like, I'm really glad they yep. forced it. And and that became a, a staple. I'm very glad they forced it. Fucking strings. Because, uh, no, I think he's being honest. Yeah. And, and you think, and of, I agree. I like it. It's easy to say voiceover and, you know, text files. Right. It, it, it it's perfect. Especially when it's Scully, you know, wrapping up, she's writing her reports. Um, and it does summarize things. It's good for the audience, but it also fits in with the characters. It fits in with the yeah. story. And, um, and it, the, the really cool thing is it gives us her perspective, you know? Yep. Um, so we get that. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's, you know what? It's, it's a, it's a thought out perspective in via monologue without debate or rhetoric with, with, with Mulder. 
It's just clean off coming out of her fucking mind. What, what facts she's come to terms with. Mm-hmm. What, what evidence she can present. And that's what it is. This is not an opinion piece. This yeah. is objective reality from her perspective. It's cool. Nice uh, jogging outfit, by the way. Oh, boy. Those are some short shorts. That purple shirt is and gold. Who the fuck cuts the sleeves off a sweatshirt? Bro, it's 90s. I think Seth Green gave him that shirt. The sleeves off a sweatshirt? No. It's a bizarre move. Yeah. Maybe maybe right at the forearm. Belichick sure, style. style. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I know a bunch about football now. Oh, look at this. High white socks. Yeah. That old Georgetown. I think it's a sweatshirt. Is it? Uh, maybe it's, it's a thick-ass t-shirt. It's, it's, t-shirt. It's, it's definitely a sweatshirt. Yeah. But it's not like a hoodie. No. And who comes strolling up on the old fucking three-piece suit? God damn, dude. Buttoned up. Buttoned up. Real tight. Uh, In this exchange, man, this will just... You you talk about shit that sets the tone for the series right here. Yeah. Your lives are in danger. You've seen things that shouldn't have been seen. (laughs) Um, And that final line, they've been here for a long time. Bing, bing, Awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. Because um, we talk about as mythology, the strings get pulled, and we'll be going through it as we go through every episode. I love when Mulder says, um, uh, how does he say it? Uh, Mulder says... More, more like a child. They took it from... Uh, uh, because all the evidence is not entirely dissuasive. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking great line. Yeah. The evidence of the contrary is not entirely dissuasive. <laughs> it's awesome, man. There like you go. It. And this is where, actually, we, we said it earlier, this is where... He questions him. Um, Mulder questions Deep Throat about his best interests. Mm. This is where he says the truth. The truth. And uh, the truth will sometimes set you free and sometimes it will get you shot in the head. That's true. Spoiler alert. Deep Throat. Yeah. It's uh, shot in the head. Might, might, be, might be short for this time <laughs> period. It might get him the might set him free for a little while. Yeah. Maybe it's both. Right up until... Yeah. It's not both. Free forever. <laughs> for, 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 right forever up until ever. it's not for etern- both. Free all eternity. Kaplow. Well, so, that's a deep throw, man. That was good. Yeah. Yep. It was better than expected, you know? I've, yeah. I've never covered that deep throat before. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was weird, but whatever. It's fun to mix it up. Did it make you with uncomfortable? Um, I thought I should call the paramedics for a minute there. Because uh, Mulder looked a little, you know. But no, in all seriousness, I uh, I enjoyed this episode. And um, good stuff at the beginning when you were saying this is like a three-pronged attack here. The way we set it up. And boy, yep. they come out strong next week, don't they? Yeah, so what you're going to hear from us, um, you would have already seen the pilot. You'll hear this one. And uh, very shortly next week, probably, we'll drop uh, season one, episode three, Squeeze, mm-hmm. um, which is the very first Monster of the Week episode. And God, it's a classic. Yep. And um, we'll be uh, back with you in a couple weeks with episode four, which I do not have in front of me. Dean. Episode four. <laughs> Help me out. I don't think I have that in front of me either. Um, so little, I'll uh, go right now. Peek behind so. the scenes. I don't have a computer in front of me for the very first time. I've never podcasted. Never podcast without a computer in front of me. And, uh, uh, me feel neither. naked. Feel very naked. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Uh, squeeze conduit. Ooh, nice, dude! And then after that, Jersey Devil, get ready. Yeah, man, I'm really excited to go. <laughs> to go to There's some of so those. much sauce coming. I'm pumped. 
All right, man. Well, thank you guys very much for tuning in once again. Actually, and, you know uh, what? I got a listener comment oh, I'd like to draw. Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it. Um, from somebody we haven't heard on the uh, on the pod before. Uh, Lauren Kierstead. Nice. She said... Uh, Real quick. Yes, posted a, a video of hanging out with Burt Kreischer. No big deal. The machine. So shout out to Lauren. Okay. He's a comedian I like. And I was like, what the fuck? She's hanging out with Burt, Burt Kreischer? That's crazy. Connections. Yeah. So excited about this. Unlike most of the people on this feed, I only picked up X-Files about a year ago when all the seasons went on Netflix. But from the first episode, I was hooked and I'm currently making my way through season eight. Ooh, a little slower than <laughs> I made my way through one to six. But I agree with some of the other comments. I love the beginning when mythology and alien plot lines were awesome and kept you engaged as opposed to now where it can be something to get through to get the next Monster of the Week episode. Can't wait to listen to this, guys. Awesome. So thanks, Lauren. And thank you... To uh, everybody, we've had a lot of new people jump on the Facebook group, uh, which has been very cool. Want to keep that active. Um, I have teased, we have some interesting ideas to kind of play with, along with the um, fact that we're just going back and covering all the episodes, have some other stuff, and be looking for feedback on the Facebook page. So you can check it out. Go to uh, facebook.com slash Liberty Street Geek. Yeah, that'll, that'll get, get you to all the page, all get, the groups. Get you to the old landing page. That's LSG Media, and you'll see the... Um, uh, links out to the X-Files page uh, from there. Yes, sir. And uh, you know what? We haven't done it for a long time. And since we're kind of running back into this, I'm going to uh, throw out a little bone. And um, if you've been listening, if you just started listening, uh, throw us up a little review on iTunes or, or wherever you listen. And definitely share. That's the key. If if you like what you're hearing and you can get somebody else to listen to it, um, our rankings in iTunes rest solely on the velocity of new subscriptions. So it's pretty pretty huge. Yeah. And definitely uh, throw us up a review like Josh saying, combat some of the uh, more terrible people reviews that we get sometimes because we make bad jokes. Great one-star reviews. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, why don't you tell these uh, good people goodbye? Goodbye. Truth is out there. And don't forget, they've been there for a very, very long time. Nice. Oh, can I say something? Yeah. So Squeeze is playing in the background. Here's some behind-the-scenes shit. Yeah. Squeeze is playing in the background and the guy that's murdered the first guy that we see that was murdered was an Indianapolis Colts fan. Per- perfect. I, it's great, right? I don't care anymore. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I thought it was a tragedy. Go Victor Eugene Toombs. <laughs> Eat that liver. Eat that Colts liver. <laughs> All right. We're out of here for real. Catch you later. Catch you later.